Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Workday Physique. I'm your host as usual, Ajitesh. And in today's episode, I want to discuss why you should stop trusting your intuition to make food and exercise related decisions. And the things that I'm going to talk about over the next 10 to 15 minutes are going to be applicable not just to food and exercise related decision making, but to any area of your life currently where your decisions are not leading to desired outcomes. Because whatever we're going to discuss is like a very first principle concept. And this is how we build skills for any area, any domain. And if you're not following this structured process, your decisions are always going to be poor quality. And if you don't have the requisite skills in place, and you try to rely too much on intuition prematurely, you would make bad quality decisions and you will not achieve the results that you want. So if you're currently struggling with your weight and if you have been struggling for a while, here are two questions I need you to ask yourself. Okay, number one, have you been able to achieve your weight loss goals so far relying on your intuition? Okay, so if you're eating without keeping track of whatever you're eating, you have no data regarding your food intake, you have no workout logs, which keep a track of your exercise data, you have nothing to guide your decision making process, but you're relying completely on your intuition. Have you been able to achieve your weight loss goal using that methodology? I mean, there is really no methodology here, you're just going by intuition. Have you been able to achieve your goal so far? That is question number one. The second question I want you to ask yourself is, what is going to change if you keep doing what you have been doing so far? What is going to change? So if your answer to the second question is that nothing's going to change, either I'm going to gain even more weight, or I'm just going to stay where I am, or you don't even know what's going to happen, then it is insanity if you want to lose weight, but you don't change anything about the decision-making process isn't it? And there is another thing that I want to warn you about that there are a lot of social media fitness gurus out there these days who feed you exactly what you want to hear. So if you have this bias towards uh, thinking that I can just listen to my body's signals and be more in tune with my body and that will help me lose weight. If you have this kind of bias in your head already, there is content out there produced by some people who don't have your best interests in mind, I can assure you that. And they would preach ideas which, which confirm your pre-existing beliefs. And you would be very confused because you try to do exactly what they're saying, which is nothing but all nonsensical fluff. And you would not see any kind of results. Because if you want to achieve a specific goal, that is you want to achieve a specific weight loss result, you need to have 100% control over your inputs. Okay, there cannot be any guesswork over there. There cannot be any relying on your what, what your body feels. Okay, because your body is a biological machine and it works like a laboratory experiment. If you are in a laboratory, if you are from the science background, you know that there is no intuition in a laboratory. You control the inputs, you get a specific outcome. And this is exactly what we use for any kind of medical intervention, any kind of scientific experimentation. And this is why we have been able to send people to space 
this is why we have been able to innovate so many new things right so you you using a smartphone right now you're listening to uh, whatever i'm saying uh, probably through your bluetooth headset all of this is possible because people did not rely on intuition they relied on hard data and they ran experimentation to see what works and what doesn't so if those social media fitness gurus were doing these things we would still be living in caves and not have progress technologically at all all right and you just be hoping that something magical will happen and a house would suddenly be built uh, suddenly we will be able to cure diseases because these people are there in every generation that is why uh, people who did voodoo magic when you were sick those people are still there right so those people have been there for generations and now they have access to social media so they make you think that there is something besides the scientific method which you can use to get scientific results but that is not the case but uh that being said we're talking about something called the hierarchy of competence in today's episode so the hierarchy of competence is the process by which you learn any kind of skill so it is not just decision making skills but any kind of skill that you have learned so far is based on the hierarchy of competence so there are four stages that you go through whenever you're trying to learn any skill and when it comes to weight loss you have to build skills around your decision making around food and your decision making around exercise so the problem with most people is that they inherently feel that just because they have been eating since childhood just because they can move their limbs exercise and eating should come naturally to them but this is not how things work just because you can throw a punch does not mean that you know how to fight it is it is similar to that just because you know how to scribble on paper it does not mean that you can sketch so all of these things are skills that you have to build uh through a structured process so now let's talk about the hierarchy of competence and the four stages and i'll try to give examples as we go through these stages so that you have a better understanding of how they really connect and how they're relevant to uh when it comes to decision making around food and exercise so the four stages are number 1 unconscious incompetence number 2 conscious incompetence so imagine this as going from stage 1 as the base of a pyramid to stage 2 to stage 3 to stage 4 at the peak of the pyramid so imagine this as a pyramid structure so the base of the pyramid is number 1 unconscious incompetence number 2 that is above that would be conscious incompetence number 3 would be conscious competence and number 4 which is at the peak when you have mastered the skill that is unconscious competence so the definitions for all of these stages i'll be reading from wikipedia and let's start off with the first stage that is unconscious incompetence the individual does not understand or know how to do something and does not necessarily recognize the deficit they may deny the usefulness of the skill the individual must recognize their own incompetence and the value of the new skill before moving on to the next stage the length of time an individual spends in this stage depends on the strength of the stimulus to learn so if you're in the stage of unconscious incompetence you don't even recognize the usefulness of something like food tracking tracking your calorie intake tracking your protein intake having a structured training program and you'd most likely relate to 
advice like listen to your body you, your body already knows how to move okay so imagine going to a fighting class and instead of teaching you the basics uh, they tell you that you already know, already know how to punch you already know how to kick just listen to your body go with the flow let nature guide you i don't know all all that kind of nonsensical stuff so you can see how it does not get you the results that you want to you know achieve so if you're unconsciously incompetent you don't have the skills and you also don't recognize the importance the usefulness of this skill so in order to get out of this you have to first recognize that you're incompetent at the moment and that there is value in learning the new skill because without doing that you would be that fighter who is listening to his own body but actually has no skill all right and if you're put into an actual fight you just get knocked out and you can see this happen also among people who say lack social skills and if you tell them that you know these are the steps that you need to take to groom yourself whenever you meet a new person these are the stages that happen during a conversation and this is how you should tackle each stage they may feel like oh this is so unnatural you know this should come naturally to me but it clearly does not come naturally to you and that is why you lack the so called social skill and for this to come naturally to you you have to go through the four stages of the hierarchy of competence okay and right now you are at the unconscious incompetent stage and that is why you feel that this skill is unnecessary or you don't even recognize the value of it so now the second stage is conscious incompetence so the definition is though the individual does not understand or know how to do something they recognize the deficit as well as the value of a new skill in addressing the deficit the making of mistakes can be integral to the learning process at this stage so this is when you have become conscious of your incompetence you know that you know i don't have the skill and i need to learn it in order to progress it is time for a short break if you have liked the episode so far please take a moment to pause and share it with just one friend the podcast has been growing rapidly all thanks to your support and you sharing it is what lets me impact the lives of more people like you thank you in advance now back to the episode so now since you have become conscious of it now you have this willingness to learn so whenever tools are provided to you you're more likely to take up the tools and make mistakes on the go so you pick up your food tracking app you get that kitchen scale you start tracking your food initially there will be mistakes when you go out to eat with your friends you will make mistakes uh, picking the right food choices you'd probably be able to follow a structured workout program but you would not exactly know why you're doing certain exercises and that learning curve uh will take some time to get you to that place where you're able to formulate your own workout plan right so that is the stage of conscious incompetence the third stage is conscious competence this is when the individual understands or knows how to do something however demonstrating the skill or knowledge requires concentration it may be broken down into steps and there is heavy conscious involvement in executing the skill so you can execute the skill at this stage but it requires you to be very you know conscious about it so whenever you're going out you have to plan ahead of time 
You have to know that these are the foods that I'm going to eat. This is how I'll plan the rest of my day to fit these meals. Whenever I'm going out to exercise, I know that these are the equipments I will need in the gym to make sure I have a good workout. I'll, I'll need at least 60 minutes of time to get my workout done. So all of this planning has to be done beforehand when you are at this stage. So you're competent, but you need to be very conscious. So if I just throw you into a gym and say you have 15 minutes, get an effective workout done, you would not be able to perform an effective workout within 15 minutes because you just, you just aren't that good at the principles to be able to apply them within those constraints. Okay. And similarly, like if I suddenly ask you to go out for a spontaneous meal and you haven't had the time to prepare for that beforehand, it would be difficult for you to make those decisions in a spontaneous manner. Okay. So after you have progressed through stages one, two, and three, and let me tell you this, that it takes time to go through all of these stages. Most people who struggle with their weight are stuck in stage one almost perpetually for years, for decades. And people who have put in the effort for months, for years, they usually get to stage number three and they stay there for a very long time. And it is only after many, many years, at least four or five years, maybe a decade, that you get to a place where you're unconsciously competent. That is stage number four, unconscious competence. That is when the individual has had so much practice with a skill that it has become second nature and can be performed easily. As a result, the skill can be performed while executing another task. The individual may be able to teach it to others depending upon how and when it was learned. All right. So this is when you become so good at it that you have gone through all these stages. You know the entire process. So even for spontaneous occasions, when you have to go out to eat suddenly or when you have to go out and eat at a buffet or when you're out traveling for days and you have no control over the food, you'll be able to handle those occasions without any kind of extra deliberate effort because you have gained that kind of competence. And whenever you're put in situations where you don't have access to your usual exercise equipment, so you're at a gym where there is minimal equipment, you'd still be able to get a very good workout done. All right. But let me tell you this, that it takes a long period of time to get from even stage three to stage four, because stages one, two, three, you can achieve within the span of two to three years, but it takes a very long time to get to stage four, where you have actually achieved mastery over the skill. So when it comes to food and exercise, I'll tell you this, that I've been working out, I've been into exercise and nutrition since 2010, I would say, and I still don't feel that. I am unconsciously competent in all kinds of situations. All right. There are still situations where I have to plan beforehand and know what I'm going to eat or how I'm going to work out. So if you just put me in some alien environment without any prior notice, in certain situations, I'll just not be able to make good decisions. I know that for a fact. So you can see that it takes a very long period of time. All right. And it's a continuous learning process. So. If you're currently unconsciously incompetent, that is you're in stage one and you're trying to make decisions like someone who is unconsciously competent. So they have gone through this process for decades and they aren't even thinking when they're, when they're making decisions and you're looking at that person and you're like, oh, this person doesn't even track their food. They're in such good shape. They don't even follow a structured program. You don't know how their inner workings of the brain are. 
Okay, you don't know the kind of work they have put in for years, for decades beforehand. So you're not seeing all of that background work and you're just making a judgment based on whatever you're seeing at that moment. And just to go back to the first questions that I asked you, that whatever you're doing right now, is that getting you results? All right. And if you continue to do that, no matter what method you use to justify that, you could say that, oh, this person does that and they're in great shape or this social media guru is telling me and, you know, uh, I trust them. But has that worked for you so far? It has not. So there is something definitely wrong with that way of thinking. And I'm telling you what is wrong with that. Because both of these methods rely on intuition. But one is at stage one, that is unconscious incompetence. That is your intuition is just bad intuition. Okay. And the other one is at stage four, that is unconscious competence. That is good intuition. But to get to that, you have to go through the process and learn the skill. Otherwise, you'd be that fighter who has no fighting skills, but you know how to throw a punch and you try to go fight an MMA fighter or some kind of other pro fighter and you get knocked out or permanently injured. So this is what happens in street fights that people think that they can fight and they go pick a fight with someone who has more, more skill, more capability and they get injured, right? So don't do that. So to end this episode, I want to summarize this by saying that there are probably some skills that you are innately talented at, that you innately possess. So you could be good at cooking, you could be good at playing a sport, maybe you're good at painting or some kind of other artistic skill that you did not have to learn through all these four stages that you are naturally gifted with. And that is true for each one of us. We are good at some things, right? But if you're currently struggling with your weight, it is because you're not good at it. You're not good at the skills that are required for you to be at a healthy body weight. So if you choose to stay at stage one, that you deny the importance of the skill that is required and that you choose to rely on your intuition, which is not honed, which is not trained to be skillful, notice that you would stay wherever you are or your situation is only going to get worse. But if you want to make a change, the first step would be to understand that you're incompetent at the moment and that there is a skill that you can learn. And if you put in the work, if you put in the effort to learn that skill and go through all of these four stages, you will reach that point, maybe six, seven years down the line, where, where you're able to make those decisions without thinking, but those decisions will be good quality. Unlike the decisions that you're making right now without thinking, but they are really poor quality. And that is where you're seeing poor results. I hope this makes sense. That is it for this episode of Workday Physique. Thank you for listening. You can follow and subscribe to the show wherever you're listening right now so you don't miss out on future episodes. Leave a five-star rating and review if you're a repeat listener and share this episode with one friend who you think will find it helpful. I'll see you again very soon. Until then, stay tuned, stay safe, and stay consistent.